Hi, everyone, and welcome to the As I Amber podcast. I'm Amber, and I love to talk about music, travel, society, and pop culture. On today's episode, I have a special guest with me, my father, Dale. Say hello. Hey, hello. Hey, so I'm happy to have you on this episode because I'll be discussing Beyonce's visual album called Black is King, now streaming on the Disney Plus website and app. And I wanted to get someone else's perspective because, you know, I may be a little bit biased as being a Beehive member. (laughs) But uh, this visual album is an accompaniment to The Lion King, The Gift, which came out in 2019. So The Lion King was remade with the 3D animation or it wasn't animated, but it had 3D characters. And this album... Um, The Gift went along with it. So the album came out in 2019, but the actual music video visuals for it came out yesterday on July 31st, 2020 on the Disney Plus website. So I have my dad with me and we watched this hour and 15 minutes, an hour and 15 minutes about, you say? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah, we watched the visual album and we had a lot of different takeaways and different opinions. So if you want to watch it, I say watch it and then come back to the podcast to listen because we don't want to spoil it or ruin it for you. But you need to see see what we're talking about and then come back and listen to it. Or if you don't care, we'll describe it for you. <laughs> so if you want to be able to watch it, you need to go to DisneyPlus.com or have that app on your phone, tablet or wherever you watch things and the app is free if you have Verizon Unlimited service if you don't have Verizon Unlimited service then it's seven dollars a month so I just wanted to get that out there so that's how you're able to watch it because right now it's on Disney Plus so what was your first thought when you heard the title Black is King I really thought it was ironic and really just to update and everybody who's listening out there it was a great honor to sit and watch this because really I remember just a few years ago we went to see Lion King and uh, from the animated version to the video version it is definitely a, a transition but it all lines up I was just uh, the the job that uh, Beyonce is being an executive producer and getting all the, the direction and all the things done uh, it was great I think she did a great job Wow. So when I heard Black is King, I was like, oh, that's pretty straightforward. It's bold. It's provocative. And it's a great statement for cultural awareness, for people to be aware of the different elements and different sides of Blackness. Because oftentimes media depicts people of African-American descent a certain way. And I thought that it showed the Blackest King video musical showed the royal side to african-american people black people whatever you want to consider yourself if you came from the continent of africa um yeah it it just displayed the beauty and the tragedy and the love and the uplifting and all different sides of what it means to be black. And I'm not a spokesperson, so everybody has a different opinion, but that was my takeaway. And I was just kind of surprised to see it on Disney Plus, but Disney is international. Yes. And uh, it's nice to see 
that they are listening to their audience sometimes and you know incorporating black people in art well i think really one of the biggest things in the disney platform is a great platform to have black is king on there and i think really again she did a great job but i think for uh what it stands for to me is that cultural richness in in africa third world nations i love the 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 attitude that uh, beyonce took in this you know having uh international rappers, you know, the African continent being um, uh, basically exposed. And I think really it's about, culture is about exposure. And I think one of the biggest things that I I saw in the video version, Amber, was that uh, exposure. Exposure is everything, the royalty piece. Africa is rich with a lot of things. You wouldn't, you know, everything being on the, the third world countries or being in Africa that was shot on set, the musical pieces that were put together, the new talent that's out there is everywhere. And I think really hats off to Beyonce and her directing team because really basically the message that I got out of is that that she is definitely unapologetically black. And she's not, you know, it's a black thing, yeah, it's black king, but really when you start talking about Africa and third world nations, the beginning of time to now, the things that are going on in the world today, I think really Disney is a great platform for because they're very diverse on Disney. And I think to see something like this with an international flavor on on a Disney uh, platform is great. But I think really hats off to Beyonce again because I think she did a great job. The production piece was great. The exposure of new talent that is out there exposing the world that they're a, a royalty and really an upscale culture in third world countries and in Africa. Yes, and it's good for us to stop making assumptions and stereotypes and thinking that everyone in Africa is poor and impoverished. I just want to make that clear that we know that everyone in Africa is not third world and poor and that image of what we're shown in the Western United States culture is complete opposite of what Beyonce was uplifting our community. And uh, one thing about it is Beyonce is known for having a visual album, you know, in the past few years, whether it was her B-Day album or the Lemonade Formation album or the Homecoming piece, she takes pride in her culture and attention to detail and might I I say the attention to detail from the bright colors, the fluorescent pinks, the reds, the oranges, the purple, the lavender, every color from fuchsia and it was the different shades of black people from chocolate to vanilla in between. It was just a beautiful sight to see and I think those things help create the masterpiece that is Black is King. Well, you know, Amber, you know, I was saying that, you know, I have to become to respect that, you know, Beyonce is more than just a pretty face. She's a, she's a perfectionist. She's a, she's a great executive producer. She knows what she wants. And I think really uh, the exposure of every time that she gets up on a platform, it's not just an album now, it's a production now that what she does. She's just not putting music together. She's doing production in the sense that I need a video version of this. I need an animated version of this. And I think really just making people comfortable, 
can keep, uh, she has a great circle of influence with some of, you know, people that she's worked with from uh, the Kelly Rollins of the world, you know, adding them then the Naomi Campbell's in it. She always includes her mom in it. She always got Blue Ivy in there. She always has a, a, a husband's in there. But I think really one of the biggest things that I, I really like about it is that she's a, she's a businesswoman. She's a, she has a style, she has a swag like her mom, and really she has a business savvy and sense like Matthew knows. You can see it all in her, but I think really she is doing a, a great job of becoming a great producer and I think really including people and exposing new people around the continent. Uh, she does a great job with that because if you can get on Beyonce's format, uh, you're gonna be seen around the world. Exactly, and I think another aspect of seeing Beyonce in a different light with her having the different dancers and yeah. the different you know, outfits that everybody had on, I also noticed there were some elements from The Lion King, the movie. So on certain parts, you would hear the voice of James Earl Jones, who voiced Mufasa in the 1994 Lion King, as well as the 2019 Lion King, and just finding your way back. You're part of something way bigger. There were elements of, of religion, such as if you remember in the Old Testament of the Bible, baby Moses was put in a basket in the Nile River because Pharaoh was killing the babies and Pharaoh's wife ended up finding him and he was raised in the palace. So that's a shout out to the Prince of Egypt, which yeah. is another movie. But back to the main subject is it, it had different elements of mythology or African um, religion that right. we may not be as knowledgeable of because I didn't know what certain things meant, but I do know that like certain prints such as the Rolls Royce cheetah print and the opulence and the cows and the zebras and the the prints that the people wore represent royalty or regalness or rich and opulence. And I think that's, you have to have not, you don't have to be a genius to figure things out, but it would be nice to have like an art appreciation class tied in with the Blackest King documentary because I bet you could break this down into so many symbols and I bet you if we watched it another time, we would pick up on things that we may not have noticed the first time. Well, you know, she, I mean, again, she, she does great work and I think really all the things, all the cultural things that are brought about, like you say, the luxury, the, the royalty, all the things in Africa, you know, when you think of Africa, you think of animals, safari, uh, poverty, but I mean everything that's in this uh, and all the her depiction basically so all the cultural, the luxuries that go on in Africa and like you said, the cheetah print, Rolls Royce I mean, when you start seeing all the, the wardrobe, the suits the, the, the gowns you see all this royalty, everybody is king and she had a great uh, quote in it by saying you can't wear the crown with your head down and I think really she was just Basically, again, you know, the things that are going on in America, when you look at it from this perspective and from a royalty standpoint, it's almost like, you know, it's a lot of things happen in the black community and with the black race, but we still have royalty. And I, and I, and I was talking to you about uh, Robin Harris, the great comedian who created Bebe Kids. <laughs> you know, when he used to say, we don't die, we multiply. And I think even in the midst of things going bad, 
Sometimes for the black community, the black race, we still come back stronger. We multiply. And I think really Beyonce does a great job of exposing the, uh, the country, the international world, the third world nations that, you know, even being black, we are a part of royalty. I mean, even from the standpoint of having uh, white maids and white butlers uh, that, he, that she showed, it, it really was, uh, it blessed my heart to see what she's done. And, you know, everyone has a different perspective and interpretation of things. And some people might say, oh, that's racist or oh, that's this. But I don't think everyone is accustomed to seeing black people be the center or the subject matter, because in our media, we're always used to one or two black people and they stereotyped in a certain way. But this was black people being the center. And sometimes people are not accustomed to it. So what's foreign to someone they're scared of or they are threatened by it. And uh, I think this can help to open other people's eyes that everybody who is not like you doesn't mean they're bad or anything. Um, one thing that I liked one scene or two songs that stood out to me that I liked on the album, but seeing the visuals even made me like them even more was the song Mood Forever, as well as Brown Skin Girl and Power. And those three songs, I can't play a snippet of it because, you know, I don't have the rights to that. Beyonce, I don't need you to sue me or nothing. But I absolutely love those three songs and the visuals that went with it because if you look at the Mood Forever video, you see Jay-Z and Beyonce together, they complement each other as on the power swag level, on the same level. Like you can tell she wasn't overpowering him, he wasn't overpowering her, but they are like equals and they, you know, despite their ups and downs in their relationship, they complement each other. And the royalty from Blue Ivy's cameo in My Power, dressed like her mom or just being the little girl at the debutante in Brown Skin Girl video, I just thought it was lovely and it was nice to see the different shades of brown uplifted in the music video because oftentimes that's not always praised or a lot of people, you know, cultural appropriation, they want the black aesthetic or to look a certain way, but when it comes down to actually putting black people in things, sometimes we don't see that and it was just nice to see. It was great to see and you know, just from a musical musical perspective, you know, you you hear the message in her music. And I think really, you know, from the brown skin girl to the, the collaboration with Jay-Z, I think really all those things you said, uh, she's getting stronger and stronger from the musical standpoint. But I think really the talent level, uh, the international rappers, the, the African rappers and dancers that she kind of integrates into her production is great. Being on scene in Africa and, and doing things there, I think it equates to a great, international flavor, but you know, it also, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm full-blooded American, but it's good to see that you're showing international countries can do have the same things that we have here in America and some better things, because really, it didn't have an American flavor to it at all. And you know, I guess for when you start talking about Lion King, you talk about, you talk about Africa, you know it's about Africa. You, you see the 
uh, Moses being floated down the Nile River scene, you, you know, that's going to be biblical. But at the same time, to incorporate it into what's going on in the world today and that we are more cultural, we're getting better, we got riches, we got royalty. And, you know, and I think really when you can expose uh, a diverse uh a, a, a diverse country or the world to see these things, people start getting exposed like, wow, uh, you know, black people got money too. They, you know, you can look at things from a, another standpoint of that, you know, uh, the more exposure people get, the more they learn and they don't become threatened by your culture anymore. And they start thinking, okay, it's a little different now. And we got to start thinking outside the box. And I think really, when we start doing that and we have to, you know, find out that we got some cultural uh, similarities, we'll find out that we'll be able to get along a whole lot better in the world. Yeah. And without sounding redundant or anything, I think overall on a scale from one to 10, with one being the worst, with 10 being the best, I give this a 10. And uh, I, like I said before, I may be biased because, yes, I am a Beyonce <laughs> fan. But even if you don't care for her music or even if you not don't like her songs or haven't been to her concerts, I appreciate art and diversity of art and different thought patterns. And it's a piece of art that could be interpreted a million different ways. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of essays coming out and think pieces and some people may like it, some may not, but I enjoyed it. Um, I'm pretty sure I could watch it again, but I would watch Mood Forever as well as Brown Skin Girl. And it was just nice seeing Naomi Campbell make a cameo, as well as Lupita Nyong'o, Kelly Rowland. Um, even Pharrell made an appearance right. because he was on one of the songs, I think it was Water. Right. And uh, it was just quite interesting, like the bright colors, the liveliness, the life. Yeah. And the water representing like a birth or renewing of things. And uh, I think right now, especially with us being in a pandemic and everything from George Floyd to Atiana Jefferson to Breonna Taylor, this was something that the black community needed to watch to kind of uplift our spirits right now. Well, you know, I, I think, you know, of course, the rating is concerned, DJ. I mean, Amber, <laughs> DJ. Um, I just think this for the rating is something you gave it a ten. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine. Mm -hmm. And I think really, you know, people out there that know me, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of hard. But even in the midst of uh, what's going on, like you said, the pandemic, but just just listening and seeing the development of Beyonce as a producer and seeing all her productions being done, you know, from that standpoint, because really the, the production is flawless. The locations were excellent. The actors were excellent. It's almost in a perfect mode. And you can tell, and, and she says it all the time, she's a perfectionist. And you can tell just from the production that it is. But overall, I could, I think I could, I could deal with a nine. I could definitely watch it again. Because if I, every time I look at it again, it's probably going to be something else that jumps out with mm -hmm. me. I kept going back to the animated Lion King piece and making the comparison. And it's even bigger. And I, I love this to have James Earl Jones' voice still being in there. I mean, because when you hear that voice, you know you're in the Lion King. Mufasa. <laughs> yeah, so you know you already in there. So that piece is good. I love the way uh, she collaborates with Jay-Z. I love the way that he lets her 
uh, do what she needs to do. I think, like you said, Amber, they complement uh, one another greatly. And I think really just, you know, they don't do albums anymore. They do productions. And I think really you can see their growth. You can see how they, uh, the music industry is growing. You can see them as a power couple, you know, and just for us, you know, uh, indoctrinating their kids into what they do. Uh, got your mama in there. I mean, hey, she did a great job, and, and I'll watch it again. Yeah, so if I, we both give it, you gave it a nine, nine, I gave it a 10, and let us know what you think. Um, just let me know in the comments or go to my Instagram as I Amber and let me know what you think about Beyonce's Black is King visual album now streaming on Disney Plus. And I thank you for being on the show. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. So I think I made my dad a Beyonce fan, y'all. Yeah, you told me on that. I mean, I, hey, like I said, I'm a Lion King fan. Yeah. So thank you all for listening, and I hope that you have a great rest of the day. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at asiamber, and let me know your thoughts. Talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.